I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Nasty Ryan. Spit on that dick. <laughs> Breaking the nasty this weekend, Ryan. Oh, Thank you, Mr. For- Sizemore. If you're nasty, <laughs> oh, Mr. Sizemore. I got nothing about that. This is a podcast Dude. about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Ryan getting down and dirty about two dudes just struggling to do a podcast, struggling to do a podcast. You know, when you said Mr. Sizemore, it made me think about this documentary that Olivia and I watched. I think it was a, it was a episode of Dateline. That gave me shivers. I don't know why. I was well, like, I'll get, the story I'll, going? I'll get to the reason Shiver. why there was this big fucking creep and his name was Ryan Sizemore. And it was, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, um, it was an episode of Dateline, and it was, uh, you know how those- With Lester Holt. You, Lester Holt and the really old guy who's like just looking like he's just been left out to dry in the sun a little bit too long. He's what like is a, that guy from Star Wars? The uh, Emperor? Yeah, the guy from Star like, Wars. Hello. <laughs> yeah, with Lester Holt and the Emperor Palpatine, that classic yeah. Dateline lineup. Yeah. Who um, doesn't love them? <laughs> it looks like Palpatine crossed with like the California. You remember the California Raisins? Dude, I used to have some California Raisins. <laughs> I had some too. I had a box set. My mom was like, don't lose it. It'll be worth money someday. I lost them. Are they worth money now? I don't know. I think I have some in a box that are in my attic currently. Oh, I know so, you had that Superfly uh, Bill Cosby cassette <laughs> tape in your fucking closet over here. Yeah, I did that for a Black History Month project in two. Did you really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, we had to. How times have changed, Dave. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'd be getting an A on that project if I were in the fourth well, no one knew. No one knew. Apparently, a lot of people knew. They well, just, it was a lot. Nobody e- locally knew. It was here. a lot easier to sweep things under the rug in back in the day. But the anyways. good old days, as some would say. Well, anyways, <laughs> speaking of the good old days that really weren't that good when you think about it, this guy was. So his wife got murdered, and what? everyone was like, "Well, that's how Dateline goes." It's like, "Oh, well, the." The, the, if the wife gets murdered, the husband's always a suspect. And they're like, oh, this guy's name was Big Bob. And apparently he he was like... Why a pro- was he called Big Bob? Was he a fat man? No, he wasn't fat. He was just like six foot five. Big dick. Oh, no, he's a tall guy. Yeah. Okay. And his dick was also six foot five. So My God. huge. Um, he was like a property owner. He owned like a lot of uh, like different like buildings and stuff in this town. Uh, and anyways, the reason I, that I bring this up is that he ran a sex dungeon out of one of the basements in one of the bars that he was like the landlord of YOLO and people, when they saw him on the news, be like, oh, his wife was murdered be like, oh, his name was like, they called him big Bob. And apparently they called him, uh, Bob, the dominator. Bob the Dominator. His little sex ring that he had. <laughs> I'd call him Bob Burger. Yeah. Which I thought was really fucking weird and also really funny because he sounds like a fucking comic book villain. It's a Bob the Dominator. <laughs> Batman swings in, gives a swift kick to the jaw. You will not have sex like this. You will not put me in a pillory. <laughs> I will not have it. Yeah. Anyways, he was in some. He was in some pretty kinky stuff. Was he the killer? I don't. I fell asleep before I could find out. Dateline's not. It, it's Jake. it's such a great tone setter, but they don't. A lot of times they don't rivet you in always. To oh, the I'm going to look this guy up. But when you're. I need to know. I can't remember his last name. So just well, who put cares with Big Bob? Big Bob Sex Dungeon Dude, Michigan. Um, <laughs> Dateline. I'm just going to put Dateline. Big Bob Dateline might get you there. Oh, there we go. Um, Was he the killer? Was he not the killer? Now, is a convicted killer Master Bob alive oh, today? Master Bob. 
Bob the Dominator. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what you're into, to but start this episode over. <laughs> he just looked like Captain Underpants. You remember Captain Underpants? Yeah, he doesn't look like Captain Underpants to <laughs> me. Look, he looks like he a fat his- Pete Rose. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to images. Damn, he killed his woman. Um, she looks like what is that? Uh lady from fantasy football she looks like <laughs> the lady who tells you about the imager in uh injuries uh hispanic lady do not know her name well either way kind of looks like her i can't remember what her name is espn fantasy football um is it stefania yes <laughs> it looks like stefania <laughs> I mean, Stefania's better looking, so don't be mad at us, Stefania, because <laughs> we know you listen to this podcast. Because you're still alive and you're looking great, Stefania. Yeah, you don't look like a dead body. Good job. Choose life. Wow, that was some riveting. You some like that shit? Riveting riffs. I laid right. on hard play. I got this. I got my second dose of the COVID vaccine. So obviously I was spent my entire uh, weekend half asleep watching Dateline with one eye open, apparently. Gripping your pillow tight. (laughs) (laughs) No Metallica was played during this weekend, unfortunately. Although the same man did come get me. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Metallica. uh, I'm not either. They did a um like they did a really I really enjoyed but they did a stream for I think it was Blizzard the company that does like World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and you know how so this is this is actually this has been a couple months now but it's pretty funny you know how Metallica came out big against like Napster and streaming music yeah um so they were playing over Twitch they did like a virtual concert for this um, convention over Twitch and Twitch's algorithms detected that it was Metallica music being played. And it muted them and replaced it with like generic rock music. <laughs> really? But it was during their concert on there? Yes. Perfect. Fuck those That's guys. So fucking funny. Fuck those guys. <laughs> How incredible is that? No, That's perfect because those dudes... I've heard that uh, <laughs> Lars Ulrich is a fucking asshole. He seems like he'd be a fucking asshole. And he's like... The one that would definitely not need to be. He like, wouldn't get any sex from anybody. His name's Lars Ulrich. Hey, and he's also got like Napoleon Man syndrome. He's like, hey, yo, what's up, girl? Yeah, they seem like they'd be fucking twats. Like, I guess the bass player is is fine, but he's he's been with them for a long, long time. I feel like Kirk Hammett would be probably be cool. Maybe. I feel like James Hetfield is really the one that I would... Was is probably like he might be all right. I don't know. He's really? probably got an ego I like though. How, I like how we labeled all the pricks, but when we broke it down individually, we're like, yeah, he's probably fine. But yeah. all the Lars Ulrich, but collect, yeah, we've all agreed that Lars Ulrich asshole. Yeah, I've heard stories <laughs> like Anyways, fuck we that appreci- guy. We appreciate your listenership, Lars. Uh, please don't write into us this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Sometimes some of the things that I say on here, it frightens me that they'll come back and haunt me someday. But you know what? Fuck it. No possible way that anything that we could ever say on this would ever get back to us. Well, let me try to say this. One, two, three. Welcome back to Almost Accurate Podcast. (laughs) We'll put it a a nice little. We had to edit that out, didn't we? Yeah. I'd hate for Master Bob or Lars Ulrich to to get back to us with some. uh, some negative feedback oh yeah i'm sure um jake we nobody mark Wahlberg's family died this week so good job way right. not to kill anybody after you go through his fucking regiment yeah fucking dick bag we've got our fucking um we've got our a thing like the the sign that they would put outside of the manufacturing plant where they've said that there's been this many days since we've had an accident we were up to like what seven days since a member of Mark Wahlberg's family hasn't passed away. So YOLO choose life bitches. Uh, but we're also up to three consecutive episodes with a Mark Wahlberg reference. So okay. let's keep that. it going for just one more week, one more That's week a month. And then we can close it out. That's an even four weeks. Yay. <laughs> we'll never have to talk about him again. Even when there's a movie that he's in. Oh fuck. We will refer to him by a different name. Marky Come. Mark and the funky punch. <laughs> We're just calling Funky Marky. 
Um, Jake. Alma's son. <laughs> we had we have such light news this week. It's ridiculous. It's more like a dusting of news. The Conjuring released a um, a new movie. Are they're releasing a trailer for a new movie <laughs> to which uh, which will come out June fourth, twenty twenty one. The movie is called The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. To which when we watched it, you were like, well, that's a stupid title. <laughs> that is a really stupid. The trailer was good, but God damn, if that was not one of the dumbest fucking <laughs> <laughs> titles for a movie I've heard in a long time. So surely to, I liked it. Surely. I mean, I like the trailer, but I, that's the kind of thing that if we do an episode on it, I'm going to have to like. Surely I cannot write that in the title or I'll be like, God, just fucking the devil kill me. Maybe do it. <laughs> the devil maybe do it. The podcast maybe pod- do it. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. We'll come up with some, some spoof we'll titles between now and then. Uh, that's a horrible title, but those, I like the conjuring movies. I like Patrick Wilson. He's just the real, just every man sort of actor. Um, and I, I like the weird fucking Ed and Lorraine Warren cinematic universe that they've crafted around these. <laughs> but it keeps going characters. like different places. So basically it's oh. based on these two characters who are like kind of biographical. Semi-autobiographical. Yeah. They're actual like they were. They're demon hunters. Demonologists. And they were they've been around for a while. But yeah, I know Ed is dead. Um, and so like the conjuring. Uh, universe has opened up between like i i mean i want to include insidious in there because patrick wilson's in there but it's not um but you know like annabelle the the nun uh what was the first one the family or whatever which is pretty much insidious the conjuring conjuring 2 annabelle comes home the fucking there's been several haven't there annabelle comes home was a weird one because it was they were just like literally like the framing device and they're like well we're going out of town so don't go mess with the annabelle doll or any of the other haunted shit in our basement they appeared Goodbye. in that movie so not much at all <laughs> yeah, they were literally in there for about like four minutes and are they gonna make another insidious movie i just don't know oh, i wouldn't mind that um don't just, know the last one i seen was like the third one and there was like some weird dude who would just wave and carry an auction tank apparently and, there's a documentary out about them um i think i would like to see that over the, the devil's movie. the devil's road the true story of ed lorraine so you see well, this, who, where's that on uh travel channel travel channel <laughs> travel channel it's probably on like discovery plus or some shit i haven't man i know you got my mom's got discovery plus i, I do have discovery up. plus because i'm gonna be weird right now i'm i would be stoked to have discovery plus man i could probably give you a login for it you don't know no no my mom's got it i can get it from oh. them well i fucking i just love that it's got you got the hgtv dude property brothers you've got property brothers you've got love it or list it you've got my lottery dream home oh delicious. you've got them yeah like i said the property brothers international there, fucking whatever house hunters yeah but you've also got discovery you've got travel channel you've got history channel so you've got aliens you got Bigfoot. Oh, you that's got my ghosts. dad's area. That's aliens. the big three right there. <laughs> yeah, I know you're, as Olivia put it, you're the history man. Yeah. So watching the fucking curse of Oak Island where they're drilling oh. down that big pit, but they've been doing it for 12 years and ain't found nothing. You know what? I'm going to throw one that you missed. What's that? Too cute. With the animals, the baby animals. Oh, yep, that's right. Animal Planet's on there, too. Dude, yeah. That's I what, love fucking animals. That's one of the big ones. Not, for. like, fucking them. They act, but I, like, I <laughs> love animals. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anybody to get that twisted. I love animals. Not a furry. I, I love, love I love the fucking animals. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a big drink. I think that was a big surprise for me when I realized how many channels that Discovery owns. It's like all of them. They own just about everything that Disney doesn't own. It seems, it seems like <laughs> the older I get, the more appreciative I become for these things. I remember when I was a kid, we would watch like Discovery Channel all the time. Like yeah. all those like, you know, they follow like a set of animals like the whole time. 
And they're like, oh, yeah. So they, and they give them names. Oh, the, like the David, David Attenborough just being like, oh, the fucking Toucan is over here and he's real horny. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, yes, we named him Terry and Terry's over here fucking it up. Classic job, Terry. Terry. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, shit, Terry. No, you did not. Be like, here is this Guatemalan swath is named Ruiz and he's real horny and he's going out to get some sloth pussy tonight. But he is he going to get there before the mating season's over? Oh, no, he's fallen out of a tree. He's fallen into a mangrove swamp where he's promptly eaten by an alligator whose name is also Ruiz. Um, Silly Ruiz. <laughs> you know what's really cool? I, I'm sorry. I am interjecting here. You're interjecting from our interjection into I, I the Ed Lorraine Warren. <laughs> it's so cool. I don't know how I get all these opportunities. But you know, one of the lead singers of Less Than Jake just sent me uh, 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 a Instagram. <laughs> an Instagram. Krista makes. So I am just going to respond to him right now. What do you tell? You going to read this? Is this a oh, almost, so, almost uh, accurate? So exclusive? as you know, um, or maybe you don't. Know. I, I enjoy his podcast because they go back and they like feature members and uh, of, of music. He goes back with music and stuff. It's like, hey, blah blah blah, your music's great. He talks to like people in the scene or whatever or who had been in the scene. Oh yeah, and they do like a featured band kind of thing. And I, I reached out to him about our band. And then he, I said, hey, Chris, I know you're probably crazy busy, but I want to follow up with you. Also, would our song be anything you would consider in, to include? He said, sorry, <laughs> refresh my memory as what this is regarding. So Fair I, enough. That's a response. Well, yeah, that is a response, <laughs> but maybe not the one you want, but you know. It's better than, yeah, I listened to it and thought it was shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, no, fuck uh, these guys. Not for me. <laughs> Um, so I am just typing him back, but I am super stoked on that. We've gotten a lot of in, in interest. Oh, that was the that was the message where he said, "I'm sorry, what was this about?" Nice guy though. Yeah. Oh no, I he's mean, he's really nice. I mean, he responded to me, and when he talks to people, it's clear that he's he's pretty nice yeah, dude. And it doesn't seem like he's got a publicist or an intern fucking running his social media accounts. That's a pretty <laughs> pretty honest response. Got a lot of people writing them. Well, fuck it. Yeah. Let me know how that, let me know how that, uh, how that goes. Oh, I will. I will. I just send him that email and we'll see what happens. Will my band be famous one day? Mm, doubtful. He hasn't even nothing, seen it yet. Nothing. Uh, like, nothing <laughs> says rock and roll like a email exchange. No, it's an Instagram exchange, but I mean, you know, same different, what, difference. Once you, once you get into the real brass text i'm not be, sucking anybody's dick if that's what you're getting at you be i'll suck my own dick business. but i can't even reach it anymore as a child i could but as an adult i can't jake we also <laughs> have you? another trailer with billy crystal and tiffany haddish which looks like a i was about to say speaking of sucking dick what did you think of this trailer <laughs> i i thought it was i i thought it was like a classic movie set up you know guy and girl they get together somehow but they're they're not romantically involved but he's losing his his mind he's got like uh dementia or something and she's going to be there to help him write his book it looks like it's endearing and it's like um you know new comedy meets old comedy you know like the passing of the torch that is true it's strange because every time because billy crystal is clearly sort of uh, playing a character that he's an aging comedy writer and maybe he's got dementia or some shit or some, something's wrong. Something's going on there yeah. as we find out. He can't remember uh, shit, but he's like 65. So the fact that he is playing a character that's like losing his mind, but he actually looks great for his age is really distracting. You, are you saying you'd fuck Billy Crystal? That's what I think I'm saying. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. We cleared the air there, but I'm still chucking on that air. As hard as a diamond in an ice storm oh, right God. now. Oh, <laughs> God. Lord of mercy. Well, I'm Move glad over, that Tiffany. you're in. You've My eyes are as crossed as Tiffany Haddish eating some shellfish, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When well, she did that face, that was pretty funny. She's oh, a funny lady. Yeah, she's great. Uh I think that's a good I think that's a good pairing. Like you said, it's new comedy meets old comedy, but this definitely smacks of something that's gonna be like 
probably a little funny, but mostly sad. Hallmarky. And is really going to make me feel like bad afterwards just because I've been going to feel like Hallmark. Yeah. I've been going through a rough stretch of family stuff with old people losing their minds and stuff lately. And I don't really, I don't think that's, it's just one of those things that hits a little too close to home for me. And uh, so no, thank you. No, thank you. William Crystal. William, Uh, (laughs) Billy, Billy Eilish, William Eilash. Um, So the new Thor movie is going to love and thunder. will have Russell Crowe as Zeus. Um, I can see that. I miss the gladiator days, but I can see him. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, so apparently that was supposed to be a secret, but you know what? Secrets have not been kept very well recently. Dr. Octavius. <laughs> Alfred Molina was like, yeah, it was supposed to be a big fucking secret, but you know what? I don't really care. I'm a blast from the past, like, bitch. Y'all knew already- Tom McGuire and Andrew Garfield coming back. Fuck shit. I already, filmed, I already filmed everything that I was supposed to, so I don't really care. <laughs> I've already yeah. been paid, so it's it's all cool. I don't fucking care. Um, Captain America 4 officially in the works with Falcon and Winter Soldier showrunner. So speaking, I have not watched the, the last episode of this. I have not either. I watched the second last episode, got really hard, and never came back. Nice. So you blew, <laughs> nice. you blew, you blew balled nice. yourself and then didn't finish. Yeah. Um, I, I did see that people were like, man, that was pretty lame, but the okay. ending, but I, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it, but I will let you know as but, I will be on vacation soon and maybe next week and I'll we need an, er, an easy thing to cover like the last two episodes of that season. Cool. I can't remember the last episode, but the last, last episode. I'll totally know what it's about. Daniel Brule just brooling about and be like, uh, oh, I know the, uh, the fuck's up Falcon. He was like opening up a box that had like the which. So in this picture, it's him in the Captain America garb. Yes, he is. So how about how about that? I'm assuming there's probably some spoilers there because we haven't watched it. Could be so hard so underground like how it says Anthony Mackie will headline his own film Captain America 4 like we didn't know that that was gonna happen anyways yeah but I feel like he's coing it because the guy who plays the Winter Soldier I mean I feel like they've kind of lumped them together right Bucky is definitely got a hard on for uh, Chris the Evans. shield yeah. oh yeah and the shield he's like he's hey like, man hey, he I used that, to use that to block off that the fucking, fucking shield and he told <laughs> you say i use the shield to block off all that cum <laughs> yeah Incredible. you know there might have been a word you missed in there but yeah 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 <laughs> i mean you know that's his life oh do they use the word cum in like the 1940s when bucky and steve rogers were in they the call it spunk oh. hey let me get my spunk on you lady <laughs> <laughs> let me let me shoot that spunk the inside you. Sexual thing I think I've ever heard. You ever been spunked? Spunk. Let me spunk you with my little prick over here. Be like, nah. Yank on my pood a little bit, lady. Well, I guess that was the days of Pepe Le Pew, and they're like, oh, that's normal. <laughs> you know that Pepe Le Pew thing threw me for a loop, and then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, who's going back and thinking about Pepe Le Pew right now? Um, Krista makes us typing me right now. What's that? Chris makes a. He's typing me. The guy from Lesson Jake. He's typing me. Oh, OMG. We're get. Oh, and he stopped. <laughs> no, we're not getting stopped. I'm. I'm just got excited. I looked, and then my little three dots were bumping and grinding. Uh, that's kind of cool. I do appreciate that about like people who are. This is an act. We're getting live updates throughout the episode on how this is going. It's probably gonna go south real quick. Um, Bill, I listened to the song and. Uh, Refresh my memory again. What was it? It's just this guy has like a memory problem where he cannot form. He can only form like long term memories and only has like the attention span of a goldfish. What are we talking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about how the Billy less, Crystal movie. I'm talking about how less than Jake. The guy has cornrows and I think he I doesn't have. A, have I have a problem with it. That's, Roger has dreads, man. <laughs> this is the other guy. <laughs> This is the blonde-headed guy. Yeah. Um, you know who doesn't have has cor- who doesn't have cornrows? 
You or I. Dexter. <laughs> Dexter. That is true. And he is coming back from Lumberjack Town. He's tired of being a brownie paper towel dude. Michael Seahall's back, man. North Carolina. Born and raised up. What the fuck did you think about this Dexter teaser trailer? Because there's not much going on. There's not much going on, but it. Uh, but what I will say is it like takes off from where the last one left off. So where I had read before that was going to be a total rewrite. It's almost like it's picking up where it left off in the last one. What if he's like, he wakes up in Alaska and was like, oh, I think I've bumped my head. And then it just does the literal like pause and then VCR rewind like lines over the TV. It goes back to like the last. What if it was just one episode? The middle of the last seconds. season. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're back in Miami and none of that other dumb shit. Happens. So there was some, uh, some TV show. And I forget what it was called. It was with Patrick Duffy from um, Step by Step. And supposedly his character dies at the beginning of the season and people complain, bitched about it. So the whole season goes with him dead at the end of it. uh, One of the main characters wakes up. She's romantically involved with him. She wakes up and she hears her shower running and she walks in. It's him. They brought him back to life and made it all a dream sequence. (laughs) That is the laziest writing (laughs) I've ever heard. I mean... (laughs) You know, That's whatever you gotta so do. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of things that are a bit lame and a bit tired at this point, uh, Ian McShane is gonna be in a John Wick prequel series now, apparently, called The Continental. So, fucking cool. It's gonna be set in 1970s New York. Focusing on a younger version of the uh, character from the films and how he came to infiltrate the hotel. So the first season is going to be three 90 minute episodes. That's three movies back to back to back. And anyways, speaking of speaking of back and, and being back, uh, Dave Batista apparently had a meeting. Dave Batista? But. But. Batista. But. Teeth. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. But teeth stud. He had a little meeting with Warner Brothers and apparently demanded that he wants to play Bane. Which is weird. Yeah. He said, quote, I want to play Bane so bad I went to Warner Brothers, had an appointment with them, had an appointment with DC, walked to the door and said, I want to play Bane. I'm not even kidding. They were like a little like, whoa, we're not even casting Bane. I was like, I don't care. I want to play him. I'm so. actually in a Marvel movie right now. <laughs> But, you know, they float back and he forth. Already, he already turned down a, a Drax, uh, like, spinoff series for Disney Plus, apparently. Did he? So, he wants to, he wants to spill a Bane. He's like, Well, I, I, I think care. Drax is kind of a little plain Jane. He's like a funny guy, but he's also like a could, side character. Could be anybody. Which is, yeah, so I don't know why the, uh, they were like, hey, you want to be Drax in his own show? And he's like, nah, I want to be Bane. I'm going to go, I'm going to head on down to DC Comics, owned by parent company Warner Brothers, owned by parent company HBO. Owned, owned by, by better suck my dick, fucking bitch. whatever other company owns them. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> I could see, I could see it, but after a, after a point, it's like, Okay, so if he does like the Tom Hardy like shaved head, mask, big trench coat, like it's not really Batista anymore, is it? <laughs> like he's other than like the phys- the physicality he would bring. Well, to he's that. gonna be wearing the mask. Yeah, and they're it's really probably just gonna the do physicality. Some, they're really gonna do something. And the bald voice, head. So I mean, he might talk a little bit, but um Bane is like a Hispanic character. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Traditionally from the comics, he's like a luchador. So the Christopher Nolan direction was completely different already from what he already was in the comics. So it's, I don't know. I don't, what version does he want? Does he want to do like the luchador version of Bane or does he want to do like the Tom Hardy version? I don't know. What does he want? (laughs) I would say between the, okay. So the coolest Bane in the movies has been Tom Hardy, but was that flawless? Definitely not. That was not a flawless victory. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. I honestly, that movie had some good parts, but that was such a terrible movie for that trilogy. Those first two movies are fucking gold. It was a big old wet fart to end it on, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't a wet fart, but it was a dry fart. It was one that made you question it. You're I was gonna- like, is this really the end of this? <laughs> 
did Batman really just fly a nuke over the water and disappear? <laughs> Which also reminded me of that Batman episode where he's like carrying that huge bomb and he's about to throw it into the ocean and there's like some ducks in there. He's like, no, no, I can't throw it in there. And he runs somewhere else. He throws the bomb into the water and it blows up well, underneath the water. It reminded Have you ever seen the Iron Giant with Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel was in Vin the Vin Diesel's the voice of the Iron Giant. In the movie? Yes. From the 90s? <laughs> it's like 1999. No fucking shit. <laughs> Vin Diesel? Yep, that's a Vin Diesel joint. I think it was literally right before the first Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Dude, that blows my mind. That's a classic for some people. <laughs> it's a great... I've never seen that movie it's before. It's honestly really great. But well, I've is, seen it, but it's been a long, long time. I haven't seen it in like 20 years, but it's... Mm. Um, there's the la- the climax spoilers for the Iron Giant, by the way, but the climactic scene is it's set in like the 50s and the Russians are nuking this town in Maine and the Iron Giant, who's like this big space alien that just kind of crashed there and he's lost his memory. Anyways, he's protecting this boy. And so he takes <laughs> he protects, you got to pay the troll toll to get into the boys hole. He launches the Russians launch nukes at like Maine for some reason. And the Iron Giant goes up into the sky and like just where does this movie take place? He, like in the 1950s? Yeah, like 1955. Oh, no, that's that's legit. OK, yeah. So Cold and then they, he grabs some nukes and then flies up in the sky and flies so high that the nukes can't get you. And then he blows up and then he's like, there's a literal like the mushroom cloud is shaped like a cross because he just died for everybody and that's what it made me think really <laughs> that's always so you're saying that a robot is pretty much like jesus yes and i'm also <laughs> saying that the yes. um that the last scene in the dark knight rises also reminded me of the iron giant <laughs> the climax <laughs> to the iron giant so you're saying that batman's jesus as well he died for all of us you know what i'm just gonna be totally and- <laughs> blasphemous right here could you would you wear a medallion that was um, jesus face? on a christ on a cross on a christ uh, uh, uh no batman on a cross no probably not you wouldn't rock that but if it was dom toretto Maybe <laughs> with DVD players <laughs> and a stack of DVDs in his hand. That's understandable. Because, I would totally do that too. Because family. Yeah, coronavirus uh, <laughs> and Corona beer. Uh anyways, so that's an insight into my movie literacy where I equated the Dark Knight Rises with the Iron it's Giant. Also the insight how to how drunk I might be. strange is that that Vin Diesel did that in like 1999. What else was he in up to that point? Mm, surely not. Banging tri- somebody's mom. Surely not Triple X or Triple X The Return of Xander Cage. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Ryan, speaking of uh, speaking of cages and cage fights and people that aren't very successful at fighting other people, uh, we watched the absolute new classic Mortal Kombat of 2000. Mortal Kombat of 2021. Yes. The year after the coronavirus. So a little bit of background. Ryan uh, loves Mortal Kombat, loves the games. I do. I've been playing it since I was a kid. Me, a little background. I've never played any of those games, and I've seen half of one of those movies. And apparently, I only saw half of the bad one from the. 90s oh, you saw the, bad of the original. One? I think I saw a n- half of Annihilation Ugh. and a friend's sleepover in like the tenth I grade. I was a kid, and so I remember I, watching, it and I was like, "They crammed too much in here, and this is terrible." See, already, your critical, your critical thinking mind was like, "They've really, they've just, they've not done this justice. This franchise is, could do, could be so much more." I will tell you prior to going into this review that my expectations were high. <laughs> I will just say that. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you that my expectations were about as low as could be. So that's I where think my that need we, to be. When the longer we watch this movie, we did a little intersection. I'm doing a motion with my hands where one of us goes up and the other. And we actually I can confirm <laughs> that his hands have made that intersection where he's basically we've, saying we've that we've both he, gone up and ascended into heaven like Vin Diesel did when he blew up that new in 1955. Uh, <laughs> Jake, you enjoyed this movie. I found it somewhat of a downfall tiresome (laughs) i was a little upset and i'm just gonna go right into it i was upset with the pacing some of the dialogue 
Um, some of the characters, uh, about a new character that they just, made yeah, I was upset about the lame ass new character they put in there whom, I mean, possibly I was kind of upset by how they got their powers and stuff because I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) Um, yeah, some of the things that I did enjoy. Um, I enjoyed Kano. I think that Australian TV's own Josh Lawson. Is that like, is he famous in Australia? I think. Oh, is he? Yeah. Fuck it. And um, he's super Australian in this, apparently. Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought that Cabal, the guy who did the voice acting for Cabal, all right, was fucking great. Um, I thought some of the fatalities were pretty tight and stayed true to form. Um, I thought that the movie didn't overstay its welcome. Um, it could have been longer. It could have been longer. <laughs> they um, could have done Mortal Kombat in the movie Mortal Kombat, but they didn't quite do it, did they? I know, and I think that they will pursue a <laughs> sequel because, from what I understand, this movie's done really well. And from what I gather from people that I've talked to, everybody's seen it and it had relatively good reviews about it um, for the most part. Now, people who didn't have a good review, quite like myself, Maybe we put pussy on a pedestal, man. Maybe we put dick on a dick on a pedestal. <laughs> what do you think? I honestly, as someone that's not super uh, into the lore of this, I had to do a little bit of Wikipediaing about five minutes in, where I was like, "Hold up, let me let, let me see what's let me see what's going on here." The things that I did really like. I enjoy I thoroughly enjoyed that opening sequence where I kind of wish the rest of the movie was a lot more like that. <laughs> I really liked the where we flash back to early 1600s Japan. I liked Hanzo Hasashi and Bihan tracking him down and murdering his whole family. Um, Sometimes you got you got to do that. to the Yeah. Family. And he said, remember this face. And I'm like, all right, I bet that's not going to come up later in the movie. Um I have to say, once this movie transitioned from feudal Japan into uh, the modern day, it really started to take a turn for the worst. So here's what do you want to hear the things that I liked or the things that I didn't like? Uh, Give me the bad news first. All right. And then let's go into the bad news. Things that I didn't like. Go for it. There are 12 people uh, on this earth in this movie. Uh, What do you mean? There are no, literally no background actors after the MMA fight in the gym. Okay. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> literally We not go a to sing- a desert <laughs> and then we just kind of go into wherever. And then they find they, them. Everything's they, like so like. Sub-Zero tracks them down when they're eating ice cream on a deserted street. <laughs> they chase them through a yeah. bunch of deserted streets till they get to a factory when he rips Jax's arms off and freezes them. Not a single person around. And kicks him down. Where does Goro track them down? A fucking cabin in the woods. Where does Sonya Blade live at? She's got a double wide trailer in the middle of a. But she's got an underground trailer or underground bunker. Yeah, where they the talk. Trailer. Where they Mortal Kombat talk. Uh, yeah, they really do. <laughs> Reptile in here for like five seconds. Yeah. This world feels absolutely empty, which is strange when you have this thing where you're literally this co- this tournament where you're supposed to be talking about saving the world. And you'd be like, there's the fucking 18 people on the whole planet, it looks like. So what what really difference does it make that they other I felt that and I normally this is a complaint that movies are too long, but I honestly think this was a bit too short where they could have explained the lore a little bit. It seemed like this is a movie that heavily relies upon you being Already read going. up on the lore of Mortal Kombat. So it really doesn't explain Which has been around much. for 20 some years. But it like, also, even the lore that is presented is not consistent with what's come before. You have a completely new character. The whole thing about the dragon mark transferring when you kill someone, I think, is something that's new. That was right? something I was not aware of. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's a new thing. never been brought up before. That's a my new thing. Understanding. And that's dumb. Especially the multiple bits of foreshadowing that they do where you're like, Oh, I bet Sonya's definitely not going to kill Kano and and do that. They've always been mortal enemies. <laughs> right. The, the whole teasing of that. Uh, I think it was lame that sh- 
Raiden is a stickler for the rules and Shang Tsung is literally like, ah, fuck your rules. And he's like, well, I can't get involved. And they're like, you're literally killing all the characters for the tournament starts. Like, and Raiden's like, well, I can't do anything about this. Like, I got to hear to the rules. My bad, y'all. Who is over them? Who's the guy? Who is supposed to tell them who is officiating this tournament? Or is this just based on the honor system? It seems like the honor system. <laughs> it seems like the well, Shang Tsung is not adhering to the honor system at all. And it seems that there's he actually no, killed a man, killed multiple men. He's killed all of the that. Why did so? But all his the, dudes the were The premise dead. is that there's Earthrealm and Outworld, and Outworld has won the last nine Mortal Kombat's. And they, if they win a tenth, they not only get another punch on their subway card, they get a free sub, but they also get to just take over Earth apparently fuck it so that's a weird system but so i'm assuming that every a previous mortal Kombat has been legitimate up to this or maybe they've just been cheating like crazy it really doesn't seem like there's any repercussions if you do bend the rules on this so why is raiden such a stickler for the rules when literally the people that are representing him are, are getting murked left and right and he doesn't seem to be able to do too much about it. He put up a little staticky force field for a little bit. But <laughs> that doesn't seem Gonna to have stop lasted. You. Yeah. Don't don't cross this line, buddy. Oh, what did get you a little like shot. about the movie? I loved Josh Lawson as Kano. Um, I think that he had the most personality. And I've heard that only, from multiple people. The only personality in this movie, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I have to say my personal favorite, like uh, Olivia watched this movie with me. And by I say watched, I mean, she was in the same room as me and occasionally laughed when Kano had a line. But my favorite line from this movie was when Sonia asked him something and he said, oh, you, do you have a pen and paper? Write this down. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, anytime anytime he had he just was really chewing up some scenery in this but he did not have a whole lot of competition to kind of keep your interest and the fact that i knew he was a bad guy and was surely going to flip at some point in the middle or i was end waiting of this for that and i was like maybe they rewrote him i didn't know he was gonna flip in this particular film. i read that from the little bit of lore i read i knew he was on the bad side well he was on the bad side but i thought maybe they might flip it because i mean they added a new character and stuff such a shit and, and it's not surprising knowing the lore but also such a shame that literally the only charismatic actor in pretty much this entire movie they're gonna winds have to up let him survive guy. through the whole surely he'll be back oh he has to be and i've actually watched um some of the other stuff like where they've done interviews and stuff even personally i think like him as a person is very charismatic yeah too. absolutely he can't uh, honestly in my uh, it, he carried this movie for me. Whenever he was in a scene, I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is this is be- who you gravitated towards. Yeah, for sure. Hard um, not to. I think <laughs> he was a great outspoken character as far as character characters like fighting wise. Sub-Zero and, uh, and Scorpion. Scorpion. Are that they were the main attractions and on, the fact that they, everyone else kind of fell short. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So. The introduction of the Arcana, that was a new thing, isn't it? And Or how they obtain it. Yeah, so. I thought that was interesting because Kano, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking laser beam. And then some of it was a little lame, too, like Jax's arms. All he of a sudden, robot he had developed arms and then them. he had ultra robot arms. Yeah, and then... Um, who was Cole the, Young, his, yeah, his was a, bullshit some golden there. armor that just appeared because he got beat up a whole bunch and then he got beat up a whole, whole bunch. And then he's like, all right, I got golden armor now. And he could absorb punches and stuff, but he yeah. could also like use like these fucking weapons claws. that formed. <laughs> yeah. He had and I was like, what the fuck? That's so that was dumb. But I based on the video game, I guess I can understand it because I mean, hey, we're going from video right. game lore and we're trying to put video so, games shit on it Liu Kang and Kung Lao Kung Lao correct me if I'm wrong guy with the big metal sombrero it is him Kung Lao he there's a woman that gets sawed in half by a hat oh that's a this- real fatality my friend <laughs> that's one of the good ones um, that might have been even one of the better fatalities she the looked movie. like a fucking cartoon 
it looked like a cartoon or something when she got sliced in half. Dude, it looked it's so cool ridiculous. whenever he does it in the video game because <laughs> they're fighting it and he like steps on the back of their head and pushes them through and then you see like the life leave their body. Liu Kang, he can do some fire every now and then. He becomes a fucking dragon, dude. Well, he didn't in this, did he? No, he did. When? He became a dragon. I've got he didn't turn into a dragon, but he threw like some fire down and it was like a dragon. That's not the same. <laughs> Um, I will say I will. that this Liu Kang I do not find be he's greater sh- than the original Liu Kang. He's fucking ripped in the though. movies. Oh yeah, yeah. But the original off, Liu Kang, like, who damn. also played, I want to say as Mowgli or something from like some Jungle Book movie or whatever. Yeah, um, he was way better. He just even the acting seemed better. He didn't seem so. Um, I'm just gonna say dainty. So Shang Tsung is. Not the as great guy. as the other Shang Tsung, and he was the also other movie. the guy from Dark Knight that uh, Batman goes to Hong no Kong. No shit, that's the dude. <laughs> he goes to Hong is that Kong the dude? To, yeah, it's the same guy. He goes to Hong Kong to pick him up, and then the Joker breaks him out of jail no. later on. Same guy. <laughs> that's no. <laughs> he had such a recognizable face. No, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, so he's yeah he's got he's got black eyes going on. He's like oh that's what threw me off. breaking the rules and Raiden's like oh I got glowing white eyes and that's that's what's I'm I'm searching what it, I'm man. all about. Um, Cole Young, he's a new character for this, and man, if he's not just an absolute Manila folder stuck to a beige wall, this was to have this be uh, to create a new that character. You and, blow my mind. What's his real name? Who the um fucking guy from the Dark Knight? Who's so you want me to pronounce the name? Is he, you know, is it good a Chinese? Well, I can't it a Chi- do it. Chinese name. Um, it's Ng Chen Han. He's a Singapore actor. Okay. He was also in Captain America, the first one. Or no, the Winter Soldier. Take that back. He was and, and Mr. Lau from uh, The Dark Knight. <laughs> yes. Yes. And he was also Independence Day. How about that? Yeah. No, he was in, in this. He's fine. He's apparently based on the lore that I've read and what you're telling me. Uh, compared to regular Shang Tsung, he's pretty calm. Like he's he's also he's doesn't he's not afraid to cut a bitch, but he's also he's pretty chill. <laughs> he's pretty chill about it. He's hey, not, don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Gonna start some. Guess what? Gonna be something. He also does, he's like he oh he wants to win Mortal Kombat, but he also isn't really trying all that hard. It doesn't seem like because at the very end, he's like uh. All right, I guess we'll just go away for now. Where he's like, he just killed sucking butts and sucking souls. It's like friend. he killed some of my guys, but you know what? Fuck you. I guess we'll just regroup later. We'll t- we'll have a talk about oh. this later, Raiden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but they've signed on to do like four movies and all. Oh, good God. <laughs> so there's going to be four <laughs> movies, and I guess my guess is based on like the Harry Potter rule, they're going to break the last movie into two. Oh, good. So I wonder if we're actually going to make it to the tournament next time. I that's the craziest thing about this is that this is literally called Mortal Kombat and they don't do Mortal Kombat in this. This is well, they do Mortal Kombat, but they just could have been called Mortal Kombat Origins and it would have been a prequel to the greater Mortal Kombat cinematic universe. And it would have been a more accurate representation of what this movie is because maybe they'll change it later. Everybody's bless you everybody's or i thought you were gonna sneeze but it was just a big yawn so it was a big yawn i'm old man i would have preferred to sneeze suck my ass (laughs) at you uh man there's just like honestly like most of this movie looks pretty incredible for what it is uh there's definitely parts towards the end where i'm like it doesn't look as incredible i'm talking about the the part in where they fight Melina, the girl with the big snappy jaws. Yeah. Oh, oh, and her jaws, I will say it was like they healed and then she opened them back up, which I thought was a kind of a cool thing because in the video game, she just has these jaws and her mouth opens like crazy big. Um, But it looks like she has the ability to open them up. Um, 
I don't know. It just looks like, yeah, it looks like she, it's a painful thing for her to open them up all the way. But she will chomp on you if you, if you want to. But she also died. If you're into that. Yeah. She got super killed. Anyways, the thing that, the thing that started to look like shit was the backgrounds where it became very apparent. Like obviously every movie is on a set and there is a CGI background. However, when you can clearly see what is, the plastic set and what is the back, the flat background that would became very apparent in the later stages of this movie where Whenever a lot of these a little pit thing. Yeah. Yeah. That started to look real bad. I thought Goro kind of looked like shit too. I, it, it was kind of weird how they presented him because he just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. And then he was like in a shed and like shit fell on him and he got his <laughs> arms cut off. And like, it I don't was know. the lamest introduction to an iconic character that i've like this is supposed to be like a big deal when he shows Goro up. is like one of those and so in the last one of the last video games you had to order early to get goro and well, goro and like back in the day in the game you couldn't play as goro you had you would fight him but you couldn't play as him so goro is like this iconic character like you said and it's like you want to give him the best of everything instead of just like killing him off, which yeah. is kind of what they did. But I, he's going to come back. They're probably it, all going to come back. Oh, no, so they're it, definitely it, all. Coming it almost back. makes it seem like this. Except was for just- Sub-Zero. He's coming back as Snoop Cybot, who's my favorite character. So I literally did <laughs> literally diddly. My brains shut down there for about five seconds. I think they call that a seizure. That uh, so isn't he an anagram of one of the creators of the game? Yes, yeah. well, two of the creators. Yeah. So, so Boone is uh, Boone is the last name of I want to say Ed Boone. So noob backwards, yeah. Cybot. Um, different name. Yeah, different, different name. Person. You put it backwards. <laughs> I can't remember. So Ed Boone and whoever. Cybot, yeah. but you do it Christopher, backwards. Christopher Cybot. Christopher Tybatisso. Ty, You've tried too hard. Yeah. Basically, it was just like a random character they created. It was just like a, a a ninja who was like in all black. So you have like your characters who are like, you know, yellow, blue, Scorpion Sub-Zero, <laughs> red, green, um, purple, and this was like the black one. Yeah. But he had like the best move. It's up down and he like jumps out of the screen and picks you up and drops you. It's pretty fucking badass though. Uh well, I remember him whenever I was a kid and playing and using that move. And then whenever I started playing with a friend of mine, I was like, oh shit, this move still fucking works. And it still works this day. And that's one of the things that you're like, oh dude, I'll never forget that. Thank God. <laughs> I also like him because there's he's not just a singular character, there's two of them. And like they'll rip people apart and like the the fatalities and shit like that. Yeah. He's more of a dynamic character. And at the end of this movie, whenever Sub Zero is defeated kind of by um uh, Scorpion. Oh, completely defeated. Well, he takes off all the blue like garb that he has and it's just black and he is Noob Saibot. Basically. But he's also Bihan, the Chinese slash Japanese ninja with fucking ice powers now that just shows up. I So we didn't explain who Cole Hod was. So this... Or Cole, we still don't know. No, he's a direct descendant of Hanzo Hasashi, who is Scorpion, who would go on to become Scorpion. I thought it was funny that his main weapon was just like a fucking plow that his wife was using to do some gardening. And he grabbed that. Oh, that yeah, yeah, his, yeah. But they kind of made whole, it cool later on, you know, like where he would just like randomly throw it. It wasn't coming out of his hand like in the original. Right. So I thought that I thought that was cool. He's so Cole has having like flashbacks and he's like. One of the dumber main characters because he has this incredibly strange birthmark, but at no point did he ever think of like Googling it at any point. He was just like, yeah, I'm like 35 and I've never bothered I to like, Google the hell out of Yeah, that. like look this up. Be like, man, I had like one of my balls was higher than the other for like a little bit and I Googled that. Be like, you bet if I just noticed that I had a drag fucking dragon tattoo or birthmark or whatever, I would be Googling the hell out of that. 
It's so strange. Well, just everything so str- leads to death on Google. It's just so strange that he was never thought of like looking that up. And also he's like literally like a fucking MMA fighter that's fighting for 200 bucks and all of a sudden gets roped into this tournament and gets recruited by Jax. And Jax is like, get the fuck out of here. Ride my suburban Cole Young's Let's family. Uh, I mean, there is definitely some cool bits. I loved when Sub-Zero showed up in the present and there was like, he was like, oh, it's snowing. And his wife is like, it's July. <laughs> Just absolute dumb, dumb, incredible delivery of lines throughout some of this movie. We're like, I had fun with this. I don't think it was a good movie, but I did enjoy just i enjoyed the hokiness i enjoyed the fact your expectations were low it took itself really really seriously but i feel in some parts it didn't so any kano scene i was like oh fucking finally but anytime cole and like sonia were on screen and it was just them i was like that was the part where I was like pulling my phone out a little bit, like just, just doing kind of boring like characters. on the Mortal Kombat Wikipedia being like, all right, like what's going <laughs> to. Well, they they did a lot of the fatalities. They killed Reptile very quickly. There was some sub characters that they had killed. Ripping the heart out. And he's like, yeah. ah, <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the first. Fa- that was like the first fatality I've seen any Mortal Kombat game. That was from the first one. Yeah. We rips the heart out and he actually licks Kung- it and holds it up. Kung Lao does the flawless victory. Yeah, he some just of like that gets knocked, a little he like, just like kicks somebody's legs out from him and said flawless victory. Like oh, you didn't do anything, man. You just did. Like- <laughs> there was one wherever he, someone was just playing like the low game. Yeah, and then they like defeated somebody. I was like, oh, that's how I beat my brother one time, and I was like, that's kind of funny. Um, I I need to watch this again, but I can't watch it again until I watch it with like. Um, my best friend Austin, who is upset with me now because I had seen that movie. Um, but whatever. Um, we'll be doing it in a couple weeks. But at the same time, I some of the pacing in the movie was a little so difficult fast. for me. It's fast. And the way, because I mean, they're trying to bring everybody up to speed. Jax's character is a little bit like, come on, man. No one's going to talk. It reminded me of uh, Grinwall in the. Uh, what was it? That Harry oh, Potter movie? Grindel- oh, the um, fucking Sins of Grindelwald or whatever. Whatever that movie was. Yeah. Wherever they're yeah. like, they they yeah. all in a room and they're like all talking about and just relieving themselves oh, yeah, yeah. of all they, their like burdens and their minutes, story. So I'm this character and here's my backstory. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was how it was. And I was just like, that is fucking lame. So like Sub-Zero had done some stuff like that. He's like, I don't go by that anymore. I'm Sub-Zero. And I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> cool. You've just changed like, your name oh, you to fucking, like some You're fucking lame. like Ricky. Like just stop. Just being- say that was like a nickname for yeah. you. Because he already had ice powers. And then like. Um, <laughs> he's just like all of a sudden he's stuff like that where he's like he's a person but now he's an outworld and it's been like 400 years later yeah and he remembers that dude who would remember that dude they didn't even like well he told him to remember this face and so yeah but who would remember that dude well he looks at Cole Young he's like I bet that's the same guy's relative from like 400 that's his great 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 yeah I think that might have been cool to like great grandson just not even mention that and be like he looks familiar he looks familiar yeah and then whenever Scorpion came about be like oh you guys are related and then like Cole's character was just not cool they need more development his wife and kid get frozen but he saves them. But I that was my favorite. I like the climax of that where Sub-Zero froze and impaled Hanzo's kid and wife to death. But there he just froze them to the wall. So you've got Sub-Zero and Scorpion fighting it out while Cole is just punching some ice in the background. I will say the best part of this movie is whenever in the beginning and the end is whenever Scorpion and Sub-Zero fight each other. Sub-Zero and Scorpion are the best characters yeah. in this whole movie, in my opinion. It's easy. This is a movie where even if you are don't know what's going on, it's easy to see when the big what's supposed to be like fan service moments are where Scorpion just shows up. Like you can tell when the, they did a really neat like orchestral arrangement of the Mortal Kombat theme, where as soon as that kicked in, I knew the camera was about to pan over and be like, 
Scorpion's about to show up. And of course he did. And what does he do? He does this iconic line, Ryan, where he tells him. Suck my ass. Yep. That iconic line from Mortal Kombat where Scorpion says, suck my ass. <laughs> and then he throws so a fitting. fucking garden plow through their face. He says, get over here. And suck my butt. And suck this. Get over here and eat this ass. <laughs> if this taint ain't moist, then it ain't happening, bro. Um, overall, I would say that this movie is probably, for me, a 6 out of 10. But once again, my expectations are really high. And I want to go back and watch it again. Which is not a thing I could say with multiple movies. But I want to go back and watch it again. And just compare it with expectations a little bit lower. I think that I came in thinking this is going to be like a two out of 10. And the fact that it wasn't made it like a five to six out of 10 for me. Oh, you're in the same spot. I'm in the same. We had the same spot. We had different enjoyment levels because we started from different expectations. I know, but I thought yours might be like seven to eight. No, I'm not. This isn't the prestige or something like. Yeah, but I thought it'd be like because you start so low, like I'm thinking like. Zombie Land and um, Happy Death Day too, like where the good. expectations are so low. It wasn't that good, but I had fun with it. So I think that there's a distinction between going like this is an absolute classic and going like this yeah. isn't a good movie, but I enjoyed watching it. And I would be OK reasons, with a sequel. Yeah, I th- and I think that it's probably going to get that. And it would be really embarrassing if they didn't because they didn't do Mortal Kombat in the movie Mortal Kombat. Parentheses Origins parentheses the devil made me do it parentheses the devil <laughs> the devil made me do it exactly <laughs> uh but yeah so if you're this is kind of a difficult one for me to pin down because it's like who is this movie for is it for man for fans of the series or is it for people that have are not familiar with it i i don't know who it's for i feel honestly. like it is for people who know the move or no mortal Kombat. mortal Kombat's been around for a long long time and i feel like they were trying to bring people who may have not known it who were like watching with people who did know the movie they were trying to bring right. up the snuff so this is for 35 year old men and their wives that they're like no this will be good like ultimately this that's good- what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah if we could quantify it into that yeah that's totally what Be i'm like, saying no, we're this like, is oh, the reason yeah. why hillary clinton wanted to cancel mortal Kombat in like 1996 was because like oh god a lady got sawed in half by a hat like it's fucking dope like but <laughs> yeah no the hat was dope and i like look forward this girl's to more tits of those are fatalities. real big but trust me it's for like a reason it's not just like gratuitous <laughs> but i think if they if i think the fact that they're getting a sequel means the fatalities will at best stay where they're at i yeah at least they would at the least they would go lower this- i don't think you can just go in and be just absolutely gory and this is not nearly as gratuitous as even what i have seen from like the recent like the from like 11 mortal kombat 11 oh, like the video game not, oh man it's, it's not nearly on the same level crazy. Like it's pretty tame love it. there's definitely a couple of moments where like kano get gets killed by sony with a garden gnome that he made fun of earlier in the movie when he spits on yeah i was like well that's not some foreshadowing if i've ever seen it but yes it is it's it's actually the definition of foreshadowing uh but no it's it's not it's not a hard watch like if you're squeamish this is really not like that it's not that bad like it's i don't i don't know it's it's nothing like the games in terms of the gruesome, just the gruesomeness or the grossness, I guess. But I had fun with it. It's it's this big, ridiculous, seemingly impenetrable lore that was distilled enough that I was like, okay, I get this enough that I know what's going on. But I also was like, they didn't do the tournament. <laughs> so I know I was really kind of pissed about the tournament. I was like, come on, mother. There was a certain point, And I don't know if you got to this where about an hour and 10 minutes in, I paused it to see how much was left. And I was like, there's half hour left. Like, I don't think they're actually going to get to this tournament. I did the exact <laughs> same thing. Cause you also got to factor in the credits and yeah, stuff like that. Like, and I was like, like they're not doing it. Maximum 20 to 25 minutes. There's I don't no think- way <laughs> there is no fucking way. And they didn't. And, but, um, some things happen. So Kung Lao, he died. That was one of the good guys. Oh yeah. Died. I forgot, uh, forgot about that. Yeah, and then Kano, he switched sides, but I think he's going to get double-crossed by 
uh, Cabal. Probably. Because Cabal's got a problem with him because he's the reason he's in that suit. Yeah, and the iron lung kind of thing. And uh, then a lot of the antagonist characters died, but their bodies were like sucked up and stuff by Shang Tsung. So apparently they're just in another realm. Maybe they're not dead dead. Well, he I'm sucks a, our souls and kind of makes them his his thing. So they're probably not. So long story short, according to the plot, they're not totally dead. So yeah, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. And so it sets it up. Really, this is to me is more of like a teaser. All, this movie is almost a extended trailer for another Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. They're so. just trying to. Congratulations, you you suck me in and suck me off. Blah 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 blah. Coming back for more. I I had fun with it, but like I said, my expectations were super low. If you are a fan of this series, I don't know if it's enough for you. I would perform prefer more gore. Right, and if you're not a fan of the series, I'm not sure if there's enough there to be like, oh, I'm gonna go play these games or I want to see another one of these movies it's a weird middle ground where it seems they made like a lot of compromises and i'm not sure either one of those camps that they completely satisfied what they were gonna do but people watched it and people have said high praise for it yeah it's yeah for me it didn't hit everything but it was fun and i would i'd watch another one of these but it's you know just temper your expectations beforehand (laughs) amen yep anything else you want to add ryan um nope i'm looking for i'm gonna watch this again uh, at some point watch it as many times as you want watch it every night before you go to bed i will i'm gonna watch it tonight as i eat pizza because you know i love pizza well as we say at the end of this and every episode of- i gotta pee bitches oh no no that's not it night nighty night bitches i think that's it nighty night bitches until next time folks nighty night. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 